0: Welcome back to the Sporting Max podcast. This episode is brought to you by The Missing Link. The Missing Link will help you or your business connect with the biggest stars in the world through events and experiences. Find them at tmlthemissinglink.com.au. Here is your host, Max Becker.
1: Welcome back everyone to another episode of Sporting Max. Where today we are joined by Ultimate u Change Centre CEO Andy Anderson. Welcome to the podcast, Andy. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. How are you doing?
0: Good, buddy. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it.
1: No worries. Um, now, growing up in Ballarat, what was like like for you in your early years?
0: Mm. Yeah, mate. So, I mean, growing up in Ballarat was, uh, look, it's a great town. It's a small town. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, back then there was, uh, I guess, not a lot to do. Or I guess it depends on how you looked at it. But we mm-hmm. you know, were always up to mischief. We are always... Uh, <laughs> You know, playing footy or doing sport, mm-hmm. also doing a lot of naughty stuff and, <laughs> and fighting and a whole bunch of a bunch of things we <laughs> growing up. But look, I love my childhood. I met a group of friends that I'll always be connected to. Um, I think at that age, connecting with friends and all the trials and tribulations mm-hmm. of, of growing up as a teenager you yep. make some really strong bonds. And I'll very grateful for the uh, to, for the friendships and the brotherhoods I created growing up, and um, and that sort of made me who I really sort of mm-hmm. built the the foundations for my values and um, I guess who I am today. And then uh, and and that's sort of how I how I grew up.
1: Did you look up to anyone growing up?
0: Look, I, I did. I, I've always had um, I've always had idols, and I've always looked up mm-hmm. to certain people at, at different stages of my life. Yep. You know, uh, at, when I was younger, it was like Bruce Lee and Van Dam and, and I was like sort of uh, martial arts action heroes. Yep. And then uh, as I sort of got into training, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger and mm-hmm. uh, people such as uh, such as him. But, yeah, look, I, I always have a, a bit of a list of people that I like to learn about and, and look up to and take parts of mm-hmm. their character and inspiration from them. I think it's a great sort of mindset strategy.
1: Now you moved down to Melbourne um to be a carpenter. How did that opportunity um to move to Melbourne come about for you?
0: Mate, I, I used to be in a band and I, I wanted to be a musician and I like I was a guitarist mm-hmm. and singer and I uh, played in a band called Perfect Reason. So with uh, with a great group of guys, one of those one of those guys is still my very best friend today, and he's actually the drummer of Bliss mm-hmm. and Esso uh, wow. and. He just played. He plays drums with uh, Mars Wolf, who's you mm-hmm. know, number one hit at the moment. And so we we had a band together, and we had this dream, this vision of moving mm-hmm. from a small town to the big city. <laughs> we got a house. We called it the House of Reason. It was this five bedroom, two story house, wow. and we had one bedroom, which was our uh, practice room. We had all the mm-hmm. set up, and we'd jam every night. And then, uh, and then on the other nights, me and Dan would like write songs and get creative. Mm-hmm. And I was also a, a carpenter. So I um, had a full-time job as a carpenter. And then every other spare second we had, we were jamming, writing music, playing gigs in Melbourne. And that was the sort of motivation to, to move to Melbourne.
1: So what was that like to be a carpenter out on the talks?
0: Mate, it was good. It's a it's a skill that I'm very grateful for. And mm-hmm. uh I guess I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was when I was younger. You know, I had these passions, but I wasn't sure about where I was going to go. And I wanted to be a rock star. And-, <laughs> and my nan always said to me, she said, "Andy, get a trade because if you get the trade, you can do anything with it. Nothing yeah. can always go back to it." And uh, and I thought, you know what, Nan, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this bit of advice. <laughs> I ran with it. And so it's a skill, dude, that you can really again. You can go back to it, and you can find it useful. And I have, man. I, I built basically all of the the initial gyms that I opened. I built with my bare hands. You know, I, <laughs> I did the toilets, I did all the floors, and I still still do a lot of uh, a lot of the handyman stuff when I need to. So it's a skill that served me.
1: So when did you realize that? I guess you wanted to get into fitness.
0: Yeah, great question. So look, I I loved being active. And I mm-hmm. was on a, I was on a journey of self-evolution with myself. I was growing. I wanted to mm-hmm. learn to shred. I sort of struggled with my weight growing up and then felt really unhealthy at a certain stage of my life. And I wanted to change myself more than anything. And then when I did yeah. that, I was like, holy shit, this is so, <laughs> so good. I want to show yeah. up and how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, um, I got to a stage where we were we were in the building industry and I forget what actually happened. Something happened where, so the, yeah, something was going on with the place that I was working and they were, they were shutting parts of the business down. I thought this is going to be an opportune time to do something different. Yeah. And so I, I took the opportunity and I thought, I want to be a coach and I want to, I want to do something positive and help mm-hmm. people with their health. So I left that job and then i went in did my um, pt certification and that was the start
1: um so in may 2011 you founded um the ultimate you change can you tell the listeners what it's about
0: yeah mate so after sort of coaching and uh and going through that process of being a pt and then learning about Mm -hmm. nlp positive psychology all these sorts of things i had a a vision to create a concept that combined mindset, nutrition, and training, Mm -hmm. really a holistic approach to change, not only getting sort of fast results, but a full service business that got people long lasting results, you know, yeah, (laughs) sustained results. And so that was the concept that I sort of dreamt up and, uh, and that's really what I sort of built the business around. And so, yeah, back in uh, 2011, probably a little bit earlier, I, put a business plan together and I started raising capital and pitching it to different investors, et cetera, to Mm -hmm. uh, try to get my dream off the ground.
1: So what was your aim or sort of original um, aim for your business?
0: So the original, the first goal was to stop doing boot camps. So I had Mm -hmm. about sort of eight eight boot camp locations around Melbourne um, with my partner, Andrea, and then we were, Obviously, you know, we had a great little business, but mm-hmm. in Melbourne, it rains a lot in winter. It's freaking yeah. cold. You know, 5 a.m., four four 4.35 a.m. starts in the rain. It's not a lot of fun. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to get my business indoors, which was the first goal. And then the second goal was that I wanted to expand and change literally hundreds of thousands of lives. And, mm-hmm. and then my long-term vision is a million lives in Australia. And so, um, and so that was always the goal. I wanted to grow my business and I wanted to help a lot of people.
1: Um, So I read that around two years um, into the business, you opened a new Change Centre in Sydney. How did that feel to know that you were growing and reaching new heights with the business and knowing that you would really achieve something um, by this stage throughout hard work and determination?
0: Yeah, mate. I I mean, it was really exciting and it was a a big step forward. And I think any new business venture or any growth is scary and it's exciting. Mm -hmm. But I think some some people naturally have this drive to progress and to grow and can handle a certain amount of risk more than other people. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I've got an appetite for that. I like to grow. I like to progress. I understand calculated risk. And, um, and, and that was the journey I was on. So for me, it was an exciting time. It was hard work, a lot of hard work. And, uh, and it was a whole bunch of new learnings, mate. But it was, it was a lot of fun.
1: Now, you guys have sort of like 18 locations um, branched around the country. What's that been like for you to sort of, and when you step back now and like go well, like and watch that business grow?
0: Mm. look, man, it's really exciting. And, and look, to be honest, we've closed a couple of centers because of COVID, mm. um, but we are still, you know, a strong company and growing strong. And, you know, it's been an amazing trajectory over the last few years. COVID was a huge huge uh, barrier and a a big upset Mm -hmm. for all of Australia and especially, you know, restaurants, bars, gyms, you know, we got, we got smashed the hardest. Mm -hmm. Um, But up until that point, you know, it's been such an awesome journey and and we've helped so many people. I mean, we've helped over 250,000 people in Australia. And, uh, and of course, my, my dream and my vision is to continue that journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now post-COVID, we're getting back on our feet and we're, we're driving forward so we can continue to aim for that goal of 1 million lives.
1: So what do you do, um, I guess, on a weekly basis at the ultimate you change?
0: Mate, it, it changes. You know, I my mindset around business is I be who I need to be at the time. If I need mm-hmm. to clean the toilets, I'll clean the toilets. If I need to be on the yeah. fine, <laughs> I'll be on the phones. If I need to be in strategy mode with marketing and sales, mm-hmm. then I'll do that. Sometimes I'm, I'm building systems. So I've just got to sit there and focus for a long period <laughs> of time. And look, I've got ADHD. So I need to, I like to move around a lot, but you know, sometimes <laughs> you just got to sit down and do the work. And so, you know, short answer is, is that my, my role is very dynamic and, you know, I'm traveling mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the moment, I'm just finalizing big sponsorship deals for the TV show. I could mm-hmm. be negotiating with other CEOs or I could be, again, on the, on the phones making calls with my team yeah. to invite people in to close sales. So it just depends on, on the week and the day. But my mindset is I will do whatever it fucking takes to make sure the business works.
1: So what would you um, describe as a healthy diet?
0: And I would describe a healthy diet as... One, food that is nutrition and nutrient-dense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love whole foods. Um, they, they of course, you can rely on usually if they're yeah. being grown in a, in, a, in the right way. And, uh, and also making sure that you fuel your body based on your energy output. So if yeah. you're someone who trains and you're someone that moves a lot, then you need to, of course, eat more nutrient-dense food. Mm-hmm. And if you are sedentary, then, of course, you you adjust your calories based on your output. Mm-hmm. And so, look, for me, I love whole foods. I love good protein sources. I love good fats. I love good carbohydrates. And uh, and it's a bit of a loaded question because depending on who you are and what your goals are, the, the mm-hmm. nutri- nutrients will change, of course. But as a whole, mate, that, that's how I'd sum it up.
1: What's involved and what do you do um, throughout your programs um, at Ultimate You Change?
0: Well, look, we have a, an array of programs and they're all designed at helping people at different stages of the journey. You know, we have mm-hmm. some people coming to us that need to lose 100 kilos. Yep. And so the way we structure their diets, their training protocols, their mindset strategies mm-hmm. going to be a lot different to, say, an athlete that comes to me and wants to get on stage. Yeah. are different parts of the journey, but every strategy is based on scientifically proven uh scientifically proven nutrient guidance also mm-hmm. scientifically proven workout regimes that are periodized to elevate and progress the person at the right time to make sure that their mm-hmm. body is getting what they need and of course their their body is also getting the nutrients they need and changing the mindset at the same time and so again it's got workouts you're going to have your diet prepped you're going to have Mm -hmm. uh, education involved you're going to have mindset strategies involved and then you've got a big amount of accountability because once you've got a goal how are you going to make yourself push through those challenging moments to get there because Mm -hmm. any goal worth having is going to be hard it's going to be (laughs) And so you've got to, you've also got to have accountability mechanisms in there to make sure that you're committed and you stay on course, mm-hmm. uh, because finishing the job is a must when you started Ultimate You.
1: Um, in 2019, you published a book titled "The Ultimate You: uh, Change Your Mind, Transform Your Life." Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on what the experience of writing a book was like for you?
0: Mate, it was torture. <laughs> <laughs> so writing, I mean, writing a book is challenging and mm-hmm. it's a long process. And I'm, I was super um, self-critical on writing my book. So when mm-hmm. I, I rewrote that book so many times and wow. I had moments of mass frustration because mm-hmm. I love speaking and I, I, I feel like I've earned the right to be a good speaker because I do it a lot mm-hmm. and I speak to crowds. But sitting down writing the book for long periods of time was really challenging for me, but it was, a, it was something that I had to do and I, I felt <laughs> like it had to come out of me at that time. And then, um, and then once you write the book, you know, to write a book is one thing, but then to actually get it to a a real publisher is yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So from that point, I I went to work and used my marketing brain to put together the whole package. So I designed up marketing collateral and the the front logo, which is Mm -hmm. completely different to what actually was released. But I put it all together so I could then pitch it to publishers in order to get a yes. And so after I had all that together, I went and I started pitching publishers and I got rejected, 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 rejected by literally (laughs) hundreds. And why that was, was that I didn't realize that you you couldn't go directly to publishers. So when you're trying to publish a book, publishers won't deal with you directly. You need to get a literary agent. Mm -hmm. And so one, I think it was one, only one responded to me kindly and said like, hey buddy, You're never going to get a response this way. You need to get an agent and we'll talk to agents. So then I thought, Mm -hmm. okay, cool. I'm going to blast as many agents as I can find on the internet and get (laughs) some. So I did. And I blasted agent after agent across America and Australia. And Mm -hmm. I think I got about, you know, five to 10 responses, something like Mm -hmm. that. And one of them was this agent in New York and uh, you know, lovely lady responded Mm -hmm. to me, love the concept said, look, I think you're onto a winnie here would you take me with your agent and I will start and I will pitch it for you. And I said, mm-hmm. beautiful. So <laughs> she went forward, she started pitching it to publishers. And then I ended up getting a publishing deal um, with the version books in New York. And, uh, and mm-hmm. that's how, that's how I got the deal.
1: Now I see you've got a podcast named the Andy Anderson podcast. What's your podcast about and what happens um, in the podcast?
0: yeah so I've, I've got two podcasts i've got the ultimate you one which is healthy mm-hmm. space and that's obviously with my my business and then i've got another mm-hmm. one which is called the uh, the relentless yeah uh, relentless leadership podcast by me and that's about and it's a more of a lifestyle podcast so anywhere <laughs> from business to uh you know athletics to mindset yep. just things that i enjoy people that i love and I love just reaching out to people that have achieved greatness and learning from them, you know, having mm. conversations like this with great people, getting into people's heads and figuring <laughs> out why they think a certain way or why they act a certain way or how did they do this? How did they do that? I mean, I, I'm mm. a very curious person and I love discovering that in these podcasts.
1: Um, now you've got an up and coming TV show. What's the show called and how did you become involved in the show um, with the likes of Rob Whittaker and also Dipper?
0: Yeah. So, mate, the show came about because I was at work and we're growing our business. And I said to my team one day, how are we going to take everything to another level marketing-wise and mm-hmm. promotion-wise? And w- what's something we can do that's going to be really hard to compete with? Because we're in a, we're in a saturated yeah. industry and I wanted to do something that would be really hard for you know, other fitness brands to compete with. And I thought, mm-hmm. we had our own TV show that would be hard to compete with yet, <laughs> but you know, big risk, big reward. And so I went to work and I wrote up a concept for a reality TV show called the ultimate view. Mm-hmm. And I thought oh, I'd be so cool doing a show based on our challenge and the, the stuff that happens with clients, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I wrote up this script. I actually went and got a um, a professional script writer to help me frame it in, a, in the right way, similar mm-hmm. to like I do with the book. Yeah. And then I reached out to some celebrity friends of mine and tried to get them to introduce me to channel seven and a few other people and so I got a a a few little intros to channel nine and things like that and I got shut down and that was fine Mm -hmm. and then um and then that sort of that sort of went to bed for a little while and then uh, I met up with another celebrity friend of mine about maybe six to seven months later and I said to him mate I've got this idea will you Uh please help me get this to it to a network and he said (laughs) And then I explained it to him. He goes, "I love the idea, Andy. This mm-hmm. is awesome." And so he ended up uh, taking me to a, an AFL lunch. And so I went mm-hmm. to lunch, and he sat me next to a, to a TV producer um, who runs a production company. And he said, "Andy, this is blah. I want you guys to chat." So I just spent I spent the uh, I spent the lunch talking <laughs> a year off selling myself. He said, "Andy, I love the idea. Come down and uh, and meet me and the team and show us the idea quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I said, "Wicked." So a week later, <laughs> I went down and I met him. I was lucky enough to pitch the idea to him. He loved it. He said, "Andy, I think this is a, another winner. I'm going mm-hmm. to take the network. I'll call you in two weeks." And <laughs> so he took my pitch deck and he took my script and everything. And then he started selling it to networks, pitching it mm-hmm. to networks. Channel Seven uh, loved the idea, and then he uh, he called me up and then he said, "Andy." Um, I got some good news and I got some bad news, and I said, "Oh, great!" I said, "What's the bad?" News? <laughs> and he said, "There's no bad news. You've got your very first TV deal." And I said, wow. And I and I lost it. I was so excited, and you know, it was a dream come true. And when mm-hmm. it gets when it finally gets on air, it's going to be a dream come true because we were ha- meant to have this done in uh, 2020. COVID wow, hit. Yeah. Push, push everything back. And so we're finally booked in for filming mate and uh, sh- it's going to be in the next few months. So I look mm-hmm. forward to finally getting this off the ground.
1: So when are you hoping that uh, it'll be on air?
0: Mate, I reckon it's, so we're going to be filming in the next few months and I think it's mm-hmm. going to be on air early next year. So January, mm-hmm. February. Um, so yeah, it's now, it's now it's down to filming it hard work. We've got some amazing brands on board. Sponsors. Yep. We've got all star cast, um, some huge fitness influences like, Zach Smith, the legend, and uh mm-hmm. Steph Packer, we've got Robert Whitaker, we've got the big man Dipper, and uh and then we've got some incredible brands backing us as well as other celebrities. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a ride. So how did you get Rob Whitaker on board? Mate, I I reached out to Rob Whitaker and I reached out mm-hmm. to his management and started the conversation, started negotiations with him, and uh and then yep, finally they said yes to me and wow. and we got it moving.
1: Um if you weren't doing fitness right now what would you be doing
0: Oh good question if I wasn't doing fitness right now look I'd be I'd just be in another business that I love I mean I mm-hmm. love I've got a few different passions um but business and entrepreneurship as a as a general theme is a huge passion of mine and so it would be doing something helping people for sure it mm-hmm. would be something that I could do where I could contribute at a large level and have an impact Yep but what specifically I'm I'm not too sure Health and fitness is a true love of mine. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I I, I don't know, but I'll think about that one. It's a good question.
1: (laughs) Um, What would be – oh, no, sorry. Um, If you could go out for dinner with anyone, who would
0: it be? Oh, good question. Dead or alive or alive? Uh, Either. Either. All right. If I could go out for dinner with anyone, I would have to – it would have to be Steve Jobs, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, just because – you know, huge inspiration. What he achieved is mm-hmm. incredible. I, uh, I love his story. And I actually mm-hmm. flew over to, um, to Silicon Valley, where he's from. Wow. I've listened to his, his audio book, you know, over and over again because mm-hmm. I love hearing the story. And I went to his house, right? And so <laughs> I went to his house where he grew up and I sat on his lawn and I listened to his audio book <laughs> for hours, just sitting there touching the grass looking at the shed where he came up with this concept, which mm-hmm. is Apple. And he turned that from a business from zero to a trillion dollar business, you know, impacting and influencing yep. people globally. So huge, huge, uh, huge achievement. And I think it'd be inspiring to meet him in person.
1: Um, what would be your advice to anyone trying to better their body and better their mind?
0: Look, anyone who is trying to better their body and better their mind, first thing is take action. Stop procrastinating because so mm-hmm. many people you know, wish and hope and wanna, 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 but they don't do, do, do. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's the first, you know, few weeks and months that are the hardest. So mentally and emotionally prep yourself to push yourself through those challenging moments when you start and just realize that after a period of time, your body adapts, your mind adapts, and it becomes second nature, just like brushing Mm -hmm. your teeth or or putting your clothes on. Once upon a time, you didn't know how to do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You to learn it and repeat it. And then now all of a sudden we wake up and we get dressed by ourselves and we mm-hmm. brush our teeth and we know how to walk. And these things are a learnt behavior. And so is health and fitness.
1: Um, thanks, Andy, for coming on the podcast today and putting aside um half an hour or so of your time to come on and have a chat.
0: Pleasure, mate. You're doing an amazing job. Look at you, you're a young gun. <laughs> you got a big future ahead of you. It's, it's inspiring seeing people like you of your age kicking goals.
1: Thanks, Andy. Stay tuned, everyone, for some more Sporting Max.
0: Thanks for listening to Sporting Max. If you like this episode, please leave us a rating or review on iTunes and follow and subscribe to our channel on Instagram and YouTube. This episode was brought to you by The Missing Link.